0: Welcome to the Teacher Blogs Podcast, a podcast for teachers who have more time to listen than to read. This is a podcast that amplifies the voices of education writers that are seen, read, but need to be heard. If you've written a blog post that you'd like me to consider featuring here, please message me at teacher underscore blogs on Twitter. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and I'm so glad that you're joining me on this episode. Let the learning begin. Today's blog post was written and read by Rose Pilet. You can read it on Rose's blog, Fail Better, located at teachafl.wordpress.com. You can also connect with Rose on Twitter at Rose Pillay one or on Instagram at Rose Pillay one Now, here is Rose's blog post, To See or Not to See...
1: To see or not to see. I wrote this blog post on March 22nd, 2018. If the eye does not want to see, neither light nor glasses will help. A German proverb. Too bad you are not taller. Ouch. Too bad you weren't younger. Ouch. It is amazing what people will say to a person's face but in this case it was an optometrist who was responding to my futile request for laser eye surgery i had come for an eye exam based upon those results it was clear to him that i was not seeing clearly with corrective lenses from for myopia since childhood i was no longer short-sighted sigh Before I could protest, he wrote out a prescription for progressive lenses. I neatly folded the paper and placed it into my purse. That was nearly a decade ago. The prescription remained unfilled until a month ago. For years, it was so hard for me to accept that I needed progressives because I had presbyopia. From allaboutvision.com Presbyopia is a normal change in our eyes as we age. It often is a significant and emotional event because it's a sign of aging that's impossible to ignore and difficult to hide. Presbyopia is caused by an age-related process because the human lens continues to change as you grow older. An emotional event is an understatement of how I spent years ignoring and hiding from the diagnosis. I found various ways to compensate so that I would not need to change. In doing so, I developed terrible habits like reading text with my nose plastered to the page and most likely exasperated my condition. Worse yet, because of my vanity, I would limit my paper-based reading time and increase screen time because I could always enlarge the font. My sight was a victim of my self-esteem and self-image. For some insane reason, I believed I could stop myself from growing older. A month ago, I reluctantly waved the white towel, went for an eye exam, and received yet another prescription for progressives. Sigh. And I buckled up for another roller coaster and ride of emotions as I now needed to find progressives. Unfortunately, I kept imagining bifocals and lamenting how they would alter my appearance. However, I soon learned that my new glasses would need a larger frame to accommodate for three lenses. Ugh, I had flashbacks to my youth when my glasses were so huge they rested on my cheeks. Every time I smiled, my glasses would lift up. Needless to say, it happened often. It is hard being progressive when you're clinging to the past. My first solo attempt to fill my prescription ended with me sobbing in front of the wonderfully kind salesperson. She spent two hours with me pulling out assorted frames. Because I could not see myself, she took photos and video of me on my phone so that I could see what I looked like. But I could not make a decision as each frame altered my appearance. I could not see the me that I was so used to seeing. If others saw me in a new pair of glasses, they would know my secret. So I started ugly crying in front of a stranger believing I was losing my identity. I left the traumatized salesperson and waited another week before venturing off again to find a pair of frames at another shop. This time, however, I did not go alone and brought with me my brother who has seen me in various glasses over the decades. I could trust his opinion. In the end, the selected frame was a unanimous decision between the salesperson, my brother, and me. However, the shape and the color was definitely outside of my comfort zone. I was definitely going to look different, but see better. Before the purchase was completed, the salesperson reviewed what was in store next for me. The three lens design of progressives would mean that I would need to tilt my eyes and rotate my neck to see clearly. I would need to learn new habits. Unfortunately, one of the side effects in transitioning to progressives is that some people will suffer motion sickness and headaches for a short period of time. The key, she said, is not to give up. Seriously? I could get sick from seeing clearly? Now I was at a point in which I had no choice left but to not give up. I could not stop growing. I could not stop changing. But I could choose how I was living. So a week later I returned to pick up my new glasses. I started crying again. Note to self, stop crying in public. But this time, happy tears, as I stood at the counter and marveled at all the big and small things I could clearly see. It was as if the whole world just snuck up and yelled surprise. It was at that moment that I thought to myself, I wish I had done this sooner. So what have I learned from this decade long journey Change is hard, not changing is harder. And I'm thinking that perhaps in this experience, there might be a metaphor about teaching too.
0: You just heard To See or Not to See, a post written and read by Rose Pillay. You'll find this article on Rose's blog, Fail Better, located at teachafl.wordpress.com. If you're listening to this podcast on a mobile app, you'll find a direct link to Rose's blog post in the show notes. Please connect with Rose on Twitter at RosePillay1 or on Instagram at RosePillay1. If you enjoyed the content you heard in this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter at teacher underscore blogs. I'm your host, Tim KB, thanking you for joining me today and hoping you'll be back for more right here on the Teacher Blogs podcast.